Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Center of the Universe Center of the Universe Ben's act talk everything and spelled the way to wrestling Welcome back to Center of the Universe. This is Ben. And it's Zach. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Ben? Um, you know, it, life is a, a game of ebb and flow. Ebb and flow. Um, the, like, I Professionally, I'm doing really well. Like, I, my numbers are... So, I'm, I'm in the sales academy at work. So, I, I work for an insurance company. And, um, yeah, good credit. They've given me a ton of training. Mm-hmm. I started in November, and I'm still in training. Okay. So it's, and it's really good because it's a lot of I have insurance is sorry ridiculously complicated, um, but I'm doing really well. That's going well. My weight loss is great. I'm down. I'm you know, continuously going down, which is great. I'm down at two two sixty seven point five today. Ooh. Um, so things are going well in that respect. But then <laughs> I um, I have what is known in the game as an anal fissure. Ooh, brother. So Do not envy that. No, it's it's so it's funny. Our last episode we talked about glass ass. Um, I thought I was the only pain in the ass you had to deal with. Well, that, that, um, it is not it is not just you. Um, so yeah, it, it is basically a small tearing in the line of lining of my anus that it, it really hurts. Uh, it really really hurts, and so I am going. Uh, I've been. I went to a doctor, got it looked at, thinking, oh god, I have to have a surgery. He's like, no. The first thing he asked me, he asked me was, are you trying keto? I was like, I uh, was, gotcha. because I was cutting out a lot of fiber in my diet. Mm-hmm. He's like, you need to eat more fiber. And like, he's like, okay, I can't force you to eat bread and shit, but like, you know, get some Metamucil. So I'm mm-hmm. doing that. So I'm really like, I I am just becoming an old man just by yeah, being just have like an overwhelming urge to watch Matlock now. Oh, 100%. Just... Like, I mean, I've had to like, get like, like one of those little, like, uh, Donuts you sit on. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's very fun to walk into an office and plop that down in front of people. Um, I met a musel. I found that there's a berry v- version that's quite well. It's less bad. Okay. See, I only ever knew like that, like faux orange flavored one. Well, and here's the thing about Metamucil is like you think like okay maybe I'll just drink this. Like it's not a sipping thing because it congeals because it's got like so if you if you don't like chug it it gets like. Jelloy, it's oh, not good. Wow. It's not great. Um, but so like it's like it's getting better. I've, I have some creams that are applied, but like it just so basically what it is is like the the pain comes from like the the muscles get really tense because you're in pain because <laughs> yeah. it hurts. So that's not been great. Um, so you're just kind of living your own one man one jar life, right really. Now. And like the thing is, like my job. I sit for a lot of it. Now, luckily, I have a standing desk so I can stand. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't stand the entire eight hours I'm there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know. Oh, God. I so love to replace your donut with, like, a whoopee cushion full of, like, ketchup just to freak you out one day. <laughs> Don't blame me. I've had uh, enough of, what the fuck, moments. <laughs> and, like, my wife is like, that's not a, th- a thing you want to hear from, from someone when they're in the bathroom. Yeah. That's not it. Like, so it's a... Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's At been, least when you're not alone, I guess. I there. mean, there was a, a time when I'm like, I'm having my mail period. Oh, hey. Yeah. Are you there, God? It's me, Ben. Um, so aside <laughs> from that, it's been... Judy Bloom never wanted to touch that. It's been going... It's, it's been... Everything's it's, it's coming up Millhouse. Um, <laughs> um, I, did, I did ask, because I read somewhere that like drinking energy drinks can make it worse. I'm like... I asked him. He's like, "That's a myth." Like, I'll think, "Fuck Christ." Yeah, I do have to say, kudos to you for uh, hipping me to the uh, the white monsters. No, those are my new faves. They They're, don't taste like I'm drinking battery flavored berries. It's yeah. Like I tried the purple one um, again, like last week. Yeah, it's like cough syrup that makes you want to have the jitters. Right. Yeah. 
It commenced to jiggling. Commenced to jig- commenced to jiggling. Oh, um, but there's a new, there's two new flavors coming out because apparently, like my Instagram feed knows that, so it brought that up on my Instagram feed <laughs> because it's listening to me. That's right. That's what it is. Um, how Next. are you? How any any rectal pain? <laughs> uh, no, just just life in general, all around. Uh, just working a lot. I've uh, recently been taking part of a challenge my friend put to me for every day of February to watch a new film. See, I so I saw that, and I I didn't know it was like you had to watch like you know like follow the letter scheme. Well, you can do whatever you want. So I so decided. I've been watching. I've been watching movies. That like I just went on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I started a new profile and like all the movies that like are I haven't seen. Yeah. So I've been doing that, but then I saw people like you know, like E for like oh. I, I just decided to do mine alphabetically just because I wanted. Okay, that I didn't kind know the okay challenge. But I mean, it's nice because like it's nice to watch things that you haven't watched. But so like, what are some highlights of things that you've you've watched? Uh, I recently watched uh, the Boogeyman by Yuli Lamel. He's the guy that did Prozzi that I really like. Okay. And Boogeyman is fucking fantastic. Like it's so good. Like it's bonkers. There's like weird mirror play it's just so over the top now, it's, see, is the lead character the boogeyman from the WWE at, no I kind of wish nobody showed up to eat worms it's like okay. this invisible protagonist ghost dude um, some of the other fun ones I watched were uh, Circus of the Dead I finally watched that that one's pretty brutal but um, uh, pretty engaging um, I finally sat down and watched Ex Machina. Like that had been. Like, How was that? Like, how'd you like it? I I dug it. I mean, I love everything A twenty four does, and that had been on my radar forever, and I just didn't get around to it. But Oscar Isaac is one of the most underrated actors. Oh, a thousand percent. That disco scene is just. Well, and he's uh, made he's made some interesting choices. Like like you know, Apocalypse X Men Apocalypse was not great. I think even that's being kind. Um, I li- I liked him as Poe Dameron. Uh, like he's one of the like the like my favorite parts of the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, I thought it was great. I would love to see a solo movie with him, or like honestly, give me a Disney Plus uh, show with him. Okay, because like he, and like, then he, crossover with the Mandalorian, maybe yeah. or or maybe because like uh, he's just like he's so fun and like he kind of he's reminiscent of a Han Solo, but I think he's more fun and he wants to be there as opposed to Harrison Ford. Yeah, who like I don't know how they got him to be in this new one. Spoiler alert, he's in the new one, and they must have just, like, like just off camera, it's a Brinks truck, a literal Brinks truck. Of just money. backing up. <laughs> beep, beep. When I saw him, I'm like, holy fuck, how much did they get? I mean, it's Disney, so they have that kind of cash. True, true. What, they just bought the original cast recording of Hamilton? Well, yeah, so that's so weird. So they recorded a, uh, a, a one of the performances of Hamilton, it was the, the original run, in 2016, that they're going to release it in, in theaters. But not till 2021. It, it'll be done and ready already, right? Like unless... I mean, it should have been done. I mean, like it was just like they they, they 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 do that from time to time where like they'll record. And I think Lynn wanted to record it as like he knew this was a thing of history, you know, historical thing. But why they're waiting for so long? Maybe to give in the heights. It's it's moment in the sun because that's coming out yeah, this year. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. I think and honestly, just now thinking about that, that's probably what it is. Yeah, is that he doesn't want to compete against himself. That's smart. But, I mean, so, like, it'll be because like, someone was like, you know, oh, God, they're going to reboot that. Or, like, like no, they're just going to, like. They're just, it's Disney. They're going to do something weird to it. Well, like, so, and... like, they have, like, the Frontier Land or whatever at, at the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. that no one goes to. That all, the, all that's good for is the Hall of Presidents is air-conditioned. True. So, like, when That's I, how disaster transport at Cedar Point used to be. Yeah. It was the only place that was... So like I'm actually going Did there. I just date myself. Everybody that in the in the next month I'm going back like, in my day. If you oh I know I mean like those kind of like there was one at Cedar Point it was like the evolu- like a theater where you watch like the evolution of dance. Yeah, but again like it was fucking air conditioned. Yeah. But, but I think they'll probably incorporate that into for our international listeners. Cedar Point is America's roller coast. Hell uh, yeah! Come on through. It's the best. It's the best. It's yeah. about an hour away from, well, an hour and a half where yeah. we are. But speaking of like that, the the Hamilton thing, like I've never done one of those screenings where people go to see the concerts. You know what I mean? Like they always advertise those. It's like, hey, see. Oh yeah, like, like if, uh, yeah. Broadway. Like I've never done. Like, I've done, done a couple that. of like. Um, Is it worthwhile? Well, yeah. Like so, like the Metropolitan Opera that they record every year for the Met, mm-hmm. and so like I've seen uh, like La Boheme 
Uh, that was really fun. Like, it, like it's it's I very feel such like uncultured swine now. I mean, you are, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, like it, it, it's I'm here to lower the bar, folks. Well, I like it because like like you have like those they'll, they'll uh, at sometimes they'll record like you know these epic like if they have like a, a really big actor involved, they'll show them, and so like I don't go to a ton of them, but like they are, and I, I want to go to more of them. But they're also usually like on a weekend, like a, or a weekday. Yeah, like at seven thirty, like you know, and yeah, they're, they're like filler. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so um, we have a guest. We do. We have a hell of a guest today. And they've actually stayed really quiet. Uh, this is, is amazing. Laugh, laughing and, and wincing at all over yeah. poorly timed I mean, we, 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 we didn't tell the guest not to, st- they, they couldn't speak, but they made that choice anyway. <laughs> this, yeah, right. <laughs> so today's guest is a uh, Cleveland photographer extraordinaire um, giving glamour shots a run for their money. Uh, you might know them uh, from seeing them around Black Mass, uh, Fembot, and many other places, uh, Enard. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Happy to be here. So, uh, any rectal pain? Mm. <laughs> you should have seen my Tuesday night. No. no not realistic. That's, that's the new question I'm asking every any, guest. Any, and any I'm rectal. not going to preface it. I'm just going to come out like... So that's going to be real weird we have guests on. No like, context whatsoever. It's going to be really short episodes. And if you're, you have any gay guests that you ask that question to, be prepared for a long answer. This is Oh, this is true. Like, it was... I, I have some friends that I've been talking to about. Actually, one, one in particular that who I know because of his... Uh, um, choices. <laughs> he, he, he's dealt with this in the past. He's been very open about it. And so I turned to him right away and like, I have an ill fissure. You're like, oh, Ben, did you finally let Margaret? Like, no, 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 no. Now, here's the thing that I would recommend with that is, is that uh, porn stars, they'll tell you if you ask, like, hey, what is your your, your method, your diet and all that? They'll, they're more than open. That's, I mean, it's definitely something that. Jump like, on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. I love. It. I love talking Dear to Joanna Angel. <laughs> I had that conversation with with uh, small hands, but it was like you know, there's like a whole. It's uh, it's it's like strength conditioning kind of thing. Like yeah, you know, everyone's all amazed at the fucking mountain when he lifts like a three thousand pound log. But it's like, dude, you know, you take six sticks in the ass in in a day and then have to do it the next. Like, I I'm kind of more in awe of that. What's the workout <laughs> like for that? Like, let's like. I, I've, I've learned a lot of new workouts and stretches and stuff. Yeah. That's one that I, I don't think I've found yet. I think it's all in the breathing, probably. I mean, yeah. Well, well. Use the force, Luke. <laughs> Just don't think too hard about it. <laughs> I try not. To, I mean, when I'm watching porn, I don't really think a lot, a lot at all. Yeah. You know, you got to click through the thousands of pages till you find that special, that special someone. <laughs> Right? I'm not the only one that does that, right? Just the like, one who does it for you. Right? Like you're perusing a charcuterie board. Like, hmm, which slice of meat do I want? God, I feel so scuzzy with you two now. I do. This is, I love it. Now I want charcuterie. <laughs> if I actually, across the street over at the, the wine bar, they have really good charcuterie. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, so you are, are, are a photographer. I am, yes. So I, I guess how did you... You know, how did that, like, you stumble into that? Something that you liked as a, as, a, as a kid, or like what was your your genesis of that? Well, I've had a camera in my hand since I was seven, taking pictures of like cats and like trees, and I lived in Madison, so the lake when it was frozen over during this awful time of year. As it's just blizzard outside. Yeah, right now. yeah. I think it looks kind of picturesque, and then you only realize we had to go back out into that. Yeah, it's better than it was last night. I was driving home at like eleven o'clock last night. Yeah. Nothing. I couldn't see a damn thing. Cleveland winters, tell you. I love that ice storm when everybody had to crack into their cars like it was creme brulee. Oh, fuck. Like, like I had to, like, attack. Like, I, I felt like getting a running start and, like, stabbing my car. <laughs> I saw this video. It was, like, this lady had, like, I think it was just rubbing alcohol in, like, a spray bottle. And she would just spray it on her car and the ice just went away, like... Like what? magic, dude. No. My favorite is when people think they have their brilliant idea of boil water and throw it on there. And they throw it on the oh, windshield God. and it just cracks. And yeah. Like, oh, what happened? Well, you see here, genius, when you fail to like, you know, remember when you, when you third failed. grade science. Yeah. Good God. I always get fearful this time of year because two Christmases in a row, two years ago, my back windshield like just shattered. Really? Yeah. Just, just out of like first time I was scraping ice and then instead of scraping ice I was scraping glass and then it just whoosh. 
And then the second time I was trying to fix something in my trunk and I just heard it pop and then my windshield just... Jesus. That's... <laughs> that is terrifying. Lucky this year though. Nothing yet. There we go. Yeah. Still trying to make it through February. 2020. So, I like with your photography, I guess like... Something I've always I find interesting asking photographers with the advent of like you know the technology in our phones, have you found that like that has been helpful? Um, you found that like that people everyone in the world thinks that they're a master photographer now, or I mean with everything that there is, whether it be your phone. I mean I will admit iPhone cameras have some of like the best cameras in like handheld phone technology, mm. but nothing is going to beat like a studio grade camera. True. Yeah. And the and, people that know how to use it. Right. And it's like, I feel like, might offend people here, but I feel like the people who use their phones to take pictures and call themselves a photographer on a certain mode or whatever, it's just not, <laughs> it, you're not a photographer. Gotcha. It's like, you, it's an eye, it's uh, editing, it's whatever. And I mean, there are some great phone pictures that I've seen. There's someone that I work with who like is a photographer exclusively through his phone and the pictures are great, but it's like, there's certain things that you can achieve with the phone that you could with a camera. like. Mm-hmm. Specific lighting, specific like settings, things like that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, like I think that like so like I like I like photography. I have, I make no claims that I'm a photographer, but I, I mean I do like the fact that I have the option to like you know I I've, I think I've taken some you know really cool photos, but then I see people that like you know are real photographers. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm garbage compared right. to that. But then, like, like I mean, it's nice that like you know that there are people that can kind of get into it. It's a good gateway to it because mm-hmm. I, I definitely have know people that like okay, I like all the pictures my phone can take. Now I want to take the next step. And, like, I think it's a good camera. gateway the phone because yeah. like it lets people know what they can do with specific technology. Do you think so? Now, um, what do you think about Android cameras? Have you like have you ever messed around with like the, those? Because I feel like. Like, every picture I've seen from an Android is just like, wow. Is that a fucking flip phone? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, potato vision. Yeah. I come from a family of Androids. Like, I'm the only iPhone user in my entire family. So many green bubbles. Yeah. A lot. It's frustrating at times, but I learned to deal with it. Um, <laughs> and, like, anytime my family tries to take a picture, I'm like, no, take my phone. There you go. Yeah. And then I'll just send it to you because I, I don't trust them. I don't like them. Well, it's so weird because, like, I mean, like, I think there are a lot of things, like, as much as I am an iPhone fanboy, like, you know, there's a lot of, I, I always love it, like, when something's been on Android for years and then Apple finally does it and, like, revolutionary. And Android's like, yeah, we've been doing that for, like, a couple of years, man. What, what's happening? did it better. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But, like, the photos, like, whenever I like, see, like, anyone, like, on Snapchat, like, like and that's, a, a, you know, an Android, I'm like, are you underwater? <laughs> or are you, like, from 2006? Like, what happened? Like, yeah. Like, you have a newer phone than I do, and it's just, like, it looks like it's a flip book. I feel like I should just see it, hear the, from, it's just, I don't get it. I don't understand. I'll never understand it either. It's not that hard. It can't be. Well, you do a lot of uh, portrait photography. Yes. My Almost exclusively. My my style is pretty specific, if I'll say so. Um, Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, looking through your work, like, you kind of have a style where it's extraordinarily colorful um, and it's full of personality. And I think that, you know, a lot of the subjects lend to that, but the way that you're able to capture it. Um, I mean, you, the photography you, I, I first kind of stumbled across was uh, a lot of the drag performers that would kind of come along and then, uh, like, flipping through and it's like, oh, wow, here's some, like, really good beefcake kind of photos and things like that so it's definitely like two sides of a spectrum Mm -hmm. it's like drag queens like glamour beauty makeup all that stuff and then on the other side it's beefy muscular dudes that are like bodybuilder competitors and like basically like the unicorn on his shirt Yes, Ben is wearing his uh, hot pink New Day shirt. Hell yeah, because like I just I can't do any more black t-shirts in my life. There you go. Hey, like well, I, like, I, I just have so many. I have so many, and like, like I, especially obviously with like wrestling shirts, they're all black. True. Like John Cena, like I, I I dogged John Cena for years, but at least he had a fucking color palette. True. Outside of a black, he just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> Really? I'm really excited about that. That's you. I did not see that coming. You, you did not see that coming. You son of a bitch. That's right. 
So yeah, so like, like, how did you get? I guess get involved with uh, with Black Mass and like you know take because I've seen the, the photos from from there and like getting involved with with that crew. So my best friend of all time is Aurora Thunder. Oh okay. Ooh, yes, love Aurora. And I've known Aurora for like I'm gonna say four years now. Okay. It's been about. And she was one of the first queens I photographed. The first queen I ever photographed that got me into drag photography was Samantha Echo. Okay. Yeah. And it was in my kitchen with a shitty film camera for my senior class photography project. And that was like six years ago. Okay. Maybe like yeah. six or seven. So that's when it like officially started where I was like, oh, I can actually like do this. And I got a non-film camera and then it was all history. But anyways, Aurora Thunder... It was one of my like closest friends, and she got really involved with Black Mass, so it was kind of by proxy where mm. I would go out and support Aurora, but then everyone would be there. And Peach Fuzz, I've known since Peach Fuzz started drag. Okay, like because yeah. that that was the other thing is like yeah. I recently discovered the uh, like the drag archives mm-hmm. online, and then it was like. They uh, had a photo of Peach like from way back when, and it was it was one of your photos. And um, the crazy thing too was is that uh, like out of all the queens in the archives, like per state that you can see, like Ohio has almost twice, if not three times, as many performers. But um, we have about point zero three percent of gay bars, right? I, I don't for get these it. queens to perform at. So it's right? like. Small yeah. fish in a big pond. Right. There's a yeah. lot of them. It is weird that the, the, the this town has. I mean, like, I, I it's weird. It's so few gay bars. And like, like, I guess, like, when I moved here from Chicago, like, I was living ne- like basically down the street from Boys Town, so I was a little unfair of like, yeah, Boys Town. Like outside of New York, it's like you know that. Yeah, Boys Town is great. I mean, a lot of fun bars. Beatniks is great. I used to go there and buy like special effects makeup because it was just dirt cheap. And then like I remember going there buying so much. They were like, "So do you have a performance coming up?" I'm like. Oh no no no! no. I'm like a filmmaker, and this stuff is like at cost. <laughs> like, I, I will always love sidetracks forever. My my day. There was one. I think it was it was some kind of three day holiday where we went out. My wife and I went out because we we're not late night people at all. We're very very old, as you can tell from all the Metamucil. Um, but we went and we went to sidetracks, and it, it was uh, it was a uh, Showtunes night, and which is like, of course. And then Wig in a Box came on. Literally, everyone in the bar stopped, looked at the screens, and then out like out of the movie, everyone's swaying back and forth, singing along. And I'm like, did I fucking fall into a movie like right now? Like what, yeah, what that's happened? Right. Follow that dancing ball. And then, like as soon as it, like, it ended, everyone went back to it and like, well, yeah. what, what did I just witness? Like what was it? What happened? But like I, I just I would always love going down to Boys Town. And so like when I when I came to Cleveland, I'm like, okay, well there's got to be something. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, even with uh, promotions, like, I've seen, like, getting into, into the Cleveland drag scene and, and all that between the kings and the queens and burlesque and all that, there's so few people that do uh, the photography that that art is trying to emulate that, that it that deserves to be showcased as. It's really just, sometimes you see just really shitty flyers. And it's very reminiscent of, um, like, wrestling. Like, you can always tell, like, a good wrestling show based on their flyer kind of mm-hmm. thing and the photos along with it. And then it was, um, I started noticing that a lot of the better photos of, like, hey, come check out the show. It's like, wow, that's a really striking poster. That's a really striking photo. It was, like, all kind of coming from shoots with you, um, whether it be Aura Thunder or Anna Donate Delight, like, I, the, the, uh, the Gill creature that... Uh, oh, yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. That was fantastic. That, <laughs> I, I think that's probably one of my favorites. The one thing I will say about like the drag scene in Cleveland is it really it's like super true when they say like desperation desperation breeds invention because mm-hmm. like if you think of all the alternative venues that these drag queens have performed at like they perform at colleges they perform at the Grog Shop which used to be like I believe an exclusively music venue which mm-hmm. you now hosts a drag show and I am a proud sponsor of Glamgore. Yeah, Glamgore. Glamgore. <laughs> um, Glamgore. And then you think, like, the Beachland Ballroom is hosting drag shows mm-hmm. monthly, at, I think, at this point. Yeah. Um, Winchester. Like, I mean, like, yeah, the just, gag, yeah. Like, there's just so many places. And it kind of all, like, 
kind of exploded within a very short amount of time. And it just kind of like spread like wildfire. Yeah, it's weird spider web kind of network and all of that. Well, it's I mean, it's great to see. Like, like, you know, through the podcast and you know, getting into the scene, like I'm exposed to it more, but like I feel like everywhere now that I see, like I just, it's just, it has really exploded in the Cleveland area. And I think it really is like going back to like, you know, the lack of, of gay bars. Like I think if someone had, you know, a couple extra hundred thousand laying around, as we all do. <laughs> I, go, I, I go to my money room and pick up my my monies. Um, like the money in like you know a, a dedicated gay bar that had a, like a performance space, mm-hmm. hand over fist. Because right now there's no one place that can do both. They could have a regular. I mean, honestly, like the most like I know there's is it spiral spiral. I haven't been the place. The place called Spark. Yeah, I know there's like All Access that is doing shows. Rest there's in yeah, <laughs> they just closed um, like, a few days ago. Yeah, they went the way of uh, Bounce. Yeah, I, 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 I've heard. Bounce. I've heard of Bounce. I know. I, I, I was. I think it may have either been here or on its last legs when I moved here in 2015, or already gone. But I heard about it. Mm-hmm. Like really, there's no other place in town. Like like SideQuest, kinda, just because of the Twist staff. does. Bingo, kind of. I don't even know, but I, but to bring it back around to you, like I think it's become like a weird benchmark of where up and coming performers, like it's a, a sense of establishment, a sense of like, ooh, I made it when they book a shoot with you, and like I say that uh, from uh, kind of like a, a, a thing from past guest uh, pineapple. Oh, yeah, I love pineapple. I love pineapple. And the shoot that you did with her made her look like this just awesome. <laughs> 80s Coke queen. Um, I just I've love been it. really into the 80s lately. Yeah, I love it, yeah. Like, do you guys know who Dua Lipa is? Yes. One of my favorite songs this year so far. I, mean, I know like, we're in February. I know I do Lipa, but like, is it take on Olivia Newton-John's physical? No. It's okay. completely different, but like, it's just super 80s influenced and... I feel like the '80s. It's a fun color because you have so much color to to work with, and like you can like get so wild with it. Mm-hmm. That like I mean, yeah, like the '80s. I think like that's why I think like it is such a aesthetic that a lot of people enjoy because like you yeah. just so much to work with. Yeah. As opposed to like you know like the '90s or like but, like that's like that, that wild you know flamboyant color palette that is so fun. Like yeah. I, that I love. Like I love that aesthetic. Yeah. And but even it, like. It even like translates in music too, because like one of my favorite songs of all time is from the soundtrack for the movie Perfect, from okay. uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but it's Jamie Lee Curtis, and it's Whitney Houston and Jermaine Jackson. Oh wow! And it's just a song from that soundtrack. It was never released anywhere else. I had the hardest time finding it, and it's called Shock Me. Okay. Best that, song of the '80s. Is that the one with her and John Travolta? Yeah, that's oh, okay. Was. Yes, very young. Yeah, that's the one they're doing like the the, the aerobicized. Yes. yes, yes, okay. Yikes! <laughs> but like, I'm sure it's awesome. Like, but it was when Jamie Lee Curtis was hot. Yeah, and and John Travolta. I mean, too. Jamie Lee Curtis, like like oh, yeah. in the in the in the '90s in uh, True Lies. There you go. Was looking, was looking pretty good. Like, yeah. let's let's not. I mean. Yeah, perfect. Look, look up perfect. There's that one scene where it's just John Travolta surrounded by women in spandex, just and like he's in like super like wicked short shorts. Oh that yeah, was, like the style, like the, the crop 80s. top kind of deal. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's all the women around me. I, I do a horrible John Travolta. No, that, that was pretty spot on actually. That was. I, I, I thought I was watching Gotti all of a sudden. <laughs> oh god. Well, I could probably do better than him and Gotti. Oh god. Right. Oh Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so you is this benchmark in the scene? Like, that's kind of become like a, like an unspoken thing of of you being the only one that's kind of providing that service because, uh, of course, being drag performers and or performers of any nature, everybody loves their picture taken. Oh, you of course. Know. Listen, burlesque, male yeah. entertainment. Drag queens, like, if you're in, on the stage at all, you want a photo taken, right? Yeah, of course. Well, especially like you want like a like a, a high, I don't say high class, like a high resolution photo. You want good photos taken of you, for one, for like for marketing, but also just like to like like have that. Like it's such a an important thing. Man, the time capsule of yeah. If you if you spend a lot of money on something that makes you look really good, you should want it encapsulated in more than just. Going back, a phone picture. Yeah, that's. Okay. A, I mean, like, especially like you know, for 
you know, a lot of the queens that are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, having those high quality photos is going to be super important. And so having someone in the area with, with, with your talent has got to be, it's a huge thing. And like with the rise of it, like also I'm sure like your, your profile is just getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger, which is, you know, one day like you're going to be snatched up by, by New York, Chicago, and you'll be. Well, like my dream idol, like what I want to end up being is like David LaChapelle. Oh, okay. There you go. He's always been like my biggest idol for me. Just like the work he does with celebrities. Like, that's what I want to do. I just want to be a celebrity. Okay. Like, see, I, I, could, I could see a little bit of uh, Bruce LaBruce in your stuff too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, right. like, I've always been really inspired by David LaChapelle, Annie Leibovitz, and uh, Herb Ritz. Are you start taking pictures of babies? No. <laughs> Doing hand geeds kind of thing? Just... I could never. <laughs> I, nope. I couldn't. So do you take a different approach between uh, photographing burlesque performers, drag performers, and, like, the, the bodybuilders and things? Or do you kind of, like, just encapsulate the um... whole thing together? Or what, what's your process? I so like with the queens obviously like softer lighting is going to be their best friend I do a little bit more editing with the queens than I do with the dudes because they don't really care if their face looks crunchy or anything like that um but there's not really like a difference in the lighting like I'll try to keep it pretty much the same because I'm lazy and don't like to move things around too yeah. much you tend to go with like a lot of high key lighting um yeah I, like I, Rembrandt style kind of almost I just used two lights that I got off, got off of Amazon they were like 80 bucks each and I used the colored gel sheets and I'm ready to go Love and like a black back like a black bed sheet pinned to my wall you should see my wall it's got so many holes in it from the shit that I thumbtack in there <laughs> if we ever saw that house it's gotta get drywalled again <laughs> So, like, uh, on average, when you get your models together, do they come with ideas, or do you help shape them, or...? Um, it's a little 50-50, like, um, people that I work with consistently, so, like, Aurora, Peach Fuzz, Anadonia, it's kind of, like, collaborative, so, like, I'll say, I have this idea, what can you do with it? Mm -hmm. But there are some people who approach me just saying, I just want this, this, and this, and I'm like, okay, I can do it, done. Yeah, because I would say with the Glamour show, like the the as that's grown in the short amount of time, and it's grown exponentially uh, over what you know with the amount of people that have become involved and the the amount of fans that come out and things like that, the marketing that that Annie does and puts into it is second to none. But I think that a large part of it has been uh, shaped by what you provide as well. Mm -hmm. I try. I like it. It took five years to get to like this. I guess point because mm -hmm. I say point because whatever but um it took a long time of me like constantly reaching out to people being like hey let's do this hey I got this but now it's like kind of in like the past like half a year or so it's kind of like turned to the switching point where like people are coming to me like hey I want to look good mm -hmm. let's do this or like hey I have this idea can you help me with it um and like it, I love it to death I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. Oh, God. Is there a specific uh, uh, person that you would love to photograph? Ooh, there's a lot of people. I have, like, this... It's a notes list on my phone. It's, like, this wish list of people. I would say probably top of my list... Is it open to anyone? Like, celebrities? Sure. Yeah, anyone sure. specific? Like, no. Um, Shoot for the moon. I would probably say Lady Gaga would be, like... Okay. Or Dolly Parton, if I can make it... If she makes it that far. Okay. Because <laughs> Dolly Parton, I just think, is such a great aesthetic. If we're talking a little bit, like, maybe more realistic, I would probably say Amanda Lepore would be... Oh, one. wow. Okay, She's yeah. the first person that comes to mind. Yeah. I, um, I just recently saw some photos of her, and they... Uh, yeah, you forget that, you know, she's she's still killing it. Still most expensive body. Right? Um... I don't know. There's like, there's a good amount of people I've worked with that like are kind of like higher key. Like I've worked with some queens from like RuPaul's Drag Race, mm -hmm. um, and that's probably like the highest of high that I've gotten so far. But anyone. <laughs> there you go. What's what's usually the, the biggest challenge when you start off on a shoot? Is it? Um. Is it fighting against time? Just trying to. Get no, because, like, I can, I can usually get a lot of stuff done in, like, minimal time. Like, I was, I had a shoot before I came here, and we did, like, three things in an hour. Like oh, Three wow, different, okay. like, set changes and stuff like that. So I work really quick. But it's also because my stuff is so low maintenance that, like, gotcha. I don't need a team to put something together. Okay. Are um, you allowed to say with who the shoot was? Um, it was just, it was some guy. It was a guy in Columbus. His name's Chris. Um, he's bodybuilder guy. 
Beefcake. Beefcake. But um, because I do think that that's an interesting thing that you're able to kind of um, not necessarily sexualize, but uh, highlight the the femininity of 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 men impersonating women, and then men at their most hyper masculine as well. So it's like swing from both ends of the pendulum mm-hmm. with a, a degree of the same style, but they're both. Like, if you put one next to the other, they look vastly different as yeah. well. And I mean, that, that's always been the goal. It's just to look. Cause that's why, like, on my logo, it's, like, some dude flexing, but he's got, like, really long hair and, like, high heels on. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that's both of what I do is, like, I like to mix it up and I like to do the opposite sides of stuff. And that's why I'll put, like, queens next to these dudes sometimes just to kind of show the contrast and, like, um, I don't know. I don't even know how I got into photographing men. It was just kind of, like happened mm-hmm. happenstance and then it just started kicking off so i was like okay i'll just roll with it um so it was never the goal to like have it be that way it just kind of happened that way gotcha now do you have any desire to um to expand on your photography like move into cinematography or videography or see like i wanted to do videography but there's just that laziness element that kicks in all the time gotcha. yeah. <laughs> um but i've always been really interested about it like Media is my favorite as a whole, like, so just anything media I'm so obsessed with. So, like, music, movies, TV shows, photos, all of the above. Mm-hmm. So, I would love to do all of that. Can I? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that everybody wants to kind of tackle it all at once. And then... Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I well, I think it's awesome. So if people and like we'll, we'll come back again, but like people want to get hold of you for, um, if they want to do shoots, because actually I was thinking about it, and my goal is to get down to two twenty. I think once I hit that, I wouldn't mind getting a shoot of proof that I made it there. Ooh, are you gonna do a beefcake photo shoot? Yes, I, I think I, I, I would like that. I would, do you do, you do boudoir? Is that oh, absolutely, I do it all. I would, I, I would like that just because I, I especially uh, you know. It's I would not, put that on a t-shirt. When I get there, I want to be able to like, document, like, here's, especially, like, because I have pictures of, like, where I was at 320. Like, being able to, like, get, you know, show those pictures and also have proof of, like, I got there, motherfuckers. Now give me that pizza. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just, the photo shoot is just you <laughs> surrounded by all of your favorite carbs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm at 220 right now. <laughs> Take the picture now. Is it going to be like that after this? Give me 15 minutes. There's this great thing where um, like Kamel Nanjiani, like he made, he cut all this weight and got super ripped for the new Marvel movie he's in, and like because he didn't have carbs for like a year and a half, and he was on like I think it was like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that, and they lowered like this mobile of like cupcakes and pizza and cakes, but like perfectly around his head. And he's like, go go to town, and it was like, that's what I want. Like <laughs> I want to be at two twenty for like. And just love it, I love it. So now, but yeah, so like at the end, we will we will definitely make sure everyone can know they get to hold you. So kind of like you know, going an abbreviated version of our you know center of the universe. Everyone, and what like you guys think while I do mine of like what was the center of the universe this week? Um, center of my universe this week was actually something that happened yesterday. When it comes to media, I saw Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. was it? it is the second best DC movie behind Wonder Woman. Like I, I, I really like Shazam. Mm-hmm. It edged out Shazam. I thought it was great. Margot Robbie was the best part of Suicide Squad by a country mile because that movie was fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> but she was great in it. She was really fun in this. She. It was really like the first part of it was very much a a Harley Quinn story. Like the Birds of Prey. Like. I kind of almost like there's part of me wish that wouldn't call her Birds of Prey because they were very much not ancillary, but like, they were not the main focus. It was a Harley Quinn movie, yeah. But it was still very good. What I liked about it was it was directed by a woman, and you could tell there was no male gaze in the movie. There was no like, okay, here are some booty shorts that you know upper ass crack, and like we're just going to focus on that. Um, and my, my my wife pointed that out, which was I thought was really good because we saw it together. But it was. Very good. Um, Hugh McGregor as Black Mask was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, is he, like, he played this... The, the character in the comic is very much just like a, a mob boss. Here, he went from, like, fun party host guy on a dime to, like, twisted psychopath. 
and he played it really, really well. Um, I, I watched a couple of reviews of it. People that are big fans of the comic books are probably going to have some issues because they definitely, you know, worked with some characters in a different way, like changed characters completely. I know that, but I still loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the fight scenes were awesome. I thought it was super, super fun. Visually, it was great. Like, the, the colors of it were amazing. Like So I thought it was, it was awesome. Um, I, I was I was really had high hopes for it. I think it over-delivered on what I thought it was going to be. Um, there's also a trailer for Wonder Woman uh, 84, which is going to be actually comes out on my birthday this year, so I'm super pumped for that. So right now, like the women of, of DC are winning completely. Like uh, there's also the Harley Quinn show on DC Universe, which is great. So they should just make make all women like female movies in DC because the the male movies have like have not worked out well. Mm-hmm. Like if Jason Momoa wasn't Jason Momoa, Aquaman would have been complete garbage as opposed to like garbage adjacent. Uh, Justice League was like I like Man of Steel. It like honestly, the, my favorite part of Man of Steel was the trailer because it still makes me cry to this day. Okay, but like Birds of Prey, go out and see it. It is super fun. The the soundtrack's awesome. I've been listening to it on repeat. Like the soundtrack's yesterday fucking amazing. Today. Like I, 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 I like on the way home, my wife's like, I got to listen to that soundtrack, and she's like, she loves like we both love Doja Cat. For her, um, the yeah, moo, moo. There you go, yeah. Bitch on a cow. Yeah, bitch on. It's a, like, but she's a great song in this. Uh, Megan The Stallion is great in it. Like, it's just a great soundtrack. Um, the woman who plays um, Black Canary in it, Dinah, Dinah Lance, which I think is funny because our cat is named Dinah after Dinah Lance. Uh, okay. And our cat, other cats, Oliver after Oliver Queen, because they're. Uh, Green Arrow, Black God, Arrow. you're nerdy. I yep. love it. <laughs> but like, I mean, but like, she love was it. she was great. In it. She has an amazing voice, and she actually sings in the movie. She has a rendition of "It's a Man's World," mm-hmm. okay. which is fucking amazing. Like, so it's a it's a great movie. I absolutely highly suggest it. Like, it's it made me kind of nervous because it was a February release, and like movies that are released in like January, February tend to be like oh, yeah, it's the dumping ground. Yeah, but this this was definitely not. It, it was absolutely outstanding. So. Cannot give it a, a, a high enough rating. I would say it, it was like, I'll give it like an A minus. There's some couple things I wish it would have done a little bit differently, but overall, awesome time. Wow, that's cool. I can take it. I definitely, definitely need it. Soundtrack's an A plus, though. Soundtrack is just fucking awesome. Nice. I love it. Uh, I would say probably the center of my universe was uh, uh, probably uh, we both went to AEW. Yes, we did. We got to see the very first Cleveland show. That was super cool. I had a uh, double date night for that, and that was really cool to see um, Cleveland fans kind of come out for that and support the, the, that. Like We talked about it through text. The crowd was super hot for that show. Yeah. It did not come through as, as much I, on TV. I don't get it. They need to mic the crowd way better. Absolutely. Because yeah. like like the, the entire night from the first match... Like, Sonny Kiss got a huge reaction mm-hmm. to the very last match with Orange Cassidy getting the pop of the night, I think. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, but that, that was a fun show. That was Like, I think, I kind of feel like we didn't get as good a show as it was this past week in, in Alabama. Like, I th- I was not underwhelmed by the show, but, like, I don't think it was as hot as other episodes have I think been. it started really hot, that uh, the dark match, Sonny Kiss with yeah. Luchasaurus. I mean, that was a great open. And then... Um, I think that you know they they need to beef up the women. I mean, we've talked about that, yeah. the, the rivalries and all that. I like that they're turning Britt Baker heel. Yes, um, that was that that was one of the better parts if of the night was that promo. Yeah, um, I think she's getting more comfortable on the mic. You know, she's never really been given the mic before. She's no. always just been kind of pushed like. Well, and as someone Chelsea who knows or... who knows her, you know, from an acting standpoint. Oh, like, she'll be you, fantastic. You know, yeah, like you know what kind of what, what kind of like things she she'll can do. She'll kill. She will absolutely let her keep doing what she's doing. She's only going to get better. And then we, you and I are also going to NXT. Next yeah, week. we're going to NXT, geeking out for that. That'll be super fun. Uh, who do you hope to see there? Who do you hope to, like goes on, comes on the tour? Because uh, like Gargano and Larray will obviously be there. I would love. I would. I, I doubt it'll happen, but I would love to see uh, Killer Cross. Oh my god! Yeah. Right? I would. I would. I met that dude in Chicago when we did a screening of Powerbomb, and he's just—he's super cool, super down to earth, and he's—he's he's just hungry. He just wants an opportunity to show what he can do, and it's. If you, he should, he should be like the absolute biggest star in that company within five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want I I hope 
because he's the new uh, Cruiserweight champion, that they bring Jordan Devlin. Okay. I can see that, yeah. Because I, I made the bold statement uh, last Monday that he is the best in the world currently. Ooh. Okay. That, that see, I, I would love, like, a three-way match of, like, him, Cross, and then, like, Alistair. Just is just like because those are those two guys I think are what Alistair's been waiting behind that door to knock. You know what I mean? No, like him and like Cross and Alistair. That's that's the feud of the year. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to see a three with Jordan Devlin, like Drew Gulak, mm-hmm. and Swerve Scott. Yeah, give me that. Like I want Swerve to be there as well. But that should be a lot of fun. Um, what, what was uh, your, your lady? What, what, did, what did Megan think of? Uh, she dug it. I mean, um, she had a lot, a lot of fun, and uh, definitely was surprised by some of the matches. With uh, I, I think probably Sunny Kiss and um, uh, Luchasaurus was probably her favorite. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and um, you know, it's the Wolfstein Center, so it's a it's a good time. The last time I was there was for Monster Trucks, so <laughs> that, that was ridiculous. We're I think the only adults there without kids, but I got to see Bigfoot in action. That was pretty rad. Uh, but that's kind of been my center of the universe. Awesome. Mr. Ian, what's been the center of the universe? Um, I've just been rewatched. I've just done nothing but rewatch movies all week. Okay. So I'm going to say film, just movies, because yeah. I've watched maybe 15 movies this week. Wow. If I that's pretty keep good. Track. What have you, you been cranking away on? Um, I just recently watched for the first time Ocean's 8. Okay. I liked that movie a lot. I liked it a lot, too. Um, there were some people that were questionable in the movie. Is like, why are they in the movie? But I liked it all together. Um, I rewatched Sucker Punch. Okay. Another favorite of mine. Um, and then I watched, like, five Quentin Tarantino movies. Which one's your favorite? It's a toss-up between Death Proof and Kill Bill. Okay. Mm. Um, I do really like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the most recent one. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say Kill Bill or Death Proof because I just broke McGowan. Do you consider Kill Bill uh, Volume One and, and Two as separate films, or it's one bloody affair? I'm not Quentin Tarantino, so I'm going to consider them separate. Okay. Just because. That's how they were released. Yeah, it's like. Eh. So that means with between Death Proof that you like Planet Terror as Grindhouse. Okay. See, I saw I I saw Grindhouse in theaters, mm-hmm. and that should have been a way bigger opening. But they went up uh, Easter. It was Easter weekend, and I forget the other film that was up against. I want to say it was up against maybe Passion of the Christ or something like that. I forget. <laughs> I mean, Easter weekend is already rough. Yeah, against. But it was like a three-hour runtime. But BDSM like, of of Christ. Yeah, but um, but that was fun. I mean, the fake trailers and all that. Like, mm-hmm. I wish they would make. I mean, they did Machete, but, like, I really wish they would do... Machete Kills is a great movie. Yeah. Have you seen that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. But, like, uh, like Werewolf Women of the SS, don't. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. Thanksgiving is the only Eli Roth movie that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, every, anything else, I'm just like, oh, God. What? I, no. I, I love Death Proof, though. Like, I mean, Kurt Russell is... Kurt Russell needs to be in so much more. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just saw Bone Tomahawk. I was in oh, my... Yeah. So, uh, see, I hadn't seen it and then I finally crossed that, it off. That I have seen a movie before you have, like, a, mm-hmm. a horror movie. Like, I, thought, I love that. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. Even the fucking little things of like putting the, the flask in the fire and then like sticking Stand it in. Stand aside, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> death Proof's my favorite just because of the quote that he gives to Rose McGowan. He was like, this car really is death proof. But to be on, to get the benefits, you have to be on the driver's side and then yeah. whips her around. <laughs> and like, just like the way he delivers it, you really got to be on And then just like, Oh, it's so good. And then, like... I still yeah. listen to the song that that one girl did during the strip dance uh, down in Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that song, To Death. I just caught the end of um, From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, See, I'm an apologist for part two. I think part two does not get the love that it never deserves. Never seen it? Love the first one, though. Third, third is utter dog shit, but the second one is amazing. I just love that, like... The turn that movie takes. You're thinking like, oh, this is just a normal like, you know, bad guys, and then like it just just mm-hmm. turns and like, the fuck. <laughs> yeah. If a movie series needs to have a third, I'm kind of out at that point. That's why I don't want there to be a Kill Bill Volume Three. Because you don't want to see like, the daughters fight. No. Come on, because they've aged out at this point. Like they. Yeah, like, I I don't know. I think like, yeah, I like, I, like mm. the second one was was good. Like. Definitely was not as good as, as part one, but it was still really good. But yeah, like a third part, like 
Mm-hmm. All right. So now, according to Tarantino's timetable, he's got one more film in him before he retires. Mm-hmm. I say it needs to be a horror musical. Was what it, say yeah. you? Is he doing I, Star Trek? I, he's been all over the place. Like, it's Tarantino. He could probably do whatever he wants to do at this point. Right. I, I would. I want to see his Star Trek because I love the cast they have for the, the, the Star Treks. Mm-hmm. Even though I am sad that um, Chekhov is no longer with us. True. But like Chris Pine as James T. Kirk is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like that first Star Trek with like him was mm-hmm. just I thought was amazing. I like that uh, BC Boys is canon in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> it should always be canon, right? So what is the so out of all the movies that you watched this week, what is the the one like your least favorite or like the movie you thought, oh why 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 am I watching least this? favorite? Okay, so there's only one part of the movie that I really love. It's um, Michigan J Frog from the Merry Melodies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifties. Yeah, yeah. He's that frog that sings Hello, Hello my baby. baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. You're watching the double your Double your brain. And like. That, that was one of those movies because it's an old it's an old 50s mm-hmm. film so like I was just watching and I was like wow the only reason I'm watching this is for the frog yeah were you yeah. watching like Tex Avery cartoons or something or no I was just watching that specific one for the, the frog specific one. Okay. just because I love the frog uh-huh. there was um what was it like it was a, a Chappelle show um like spoof where like he was on the WB and then they have the frog <laughs> And, like, again, I'm not going to say what the frog said because I don't want to be murdered by everyone. But, like, it's just, like, that voice. Like, you remember, like, the the Mm. WB, like, when that frog was the whole thing? Yeah. And, like, there was this great time when one of my friends, like, we were all, like, drunk and high. And he said something. It was, like, really, like, thought-provoking and dark. Mm -hmm. And then there's a beat. And then I went... Right? I'm gonna start bringing that back just to see. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do it. It's got to be in a very inappropriate place, right? When only one person is watching you, right? Yeah, and you're really Michigan J. Frog. Because that was a weird time in, in like television programming. Like you had the WB, you had UPN, you had the UPN. birth, the birth of CW, and like the shows that were coming out. Like, do you remember Homeboys in Outer Space? That was a fucking show, and it was like two like. Hood rapper dudes in fucking outer space flying a space hoopty. Like, what the? Dude, are you I'm sure telling you, I am telling you. Some kind of LSD dream that you had? No, homeboys in outer space. It was fucking bonkers. That, this is like the same time when they were just adapting weird shit. Like, weird science, the TV show. Remember that? You know what? They I, did a Bill and Ted's TV show. I miss, like, I don't think they have it anymore. Syndicated, syndicated TV shows. Mm hmm. Like shows like 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 Xena and like Hercules, okay. they had no home. That were just like on at random times, mm-hmm. usually on a weekend. Sometimes at two o'clock in the afternoon. Sometimes at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. How I knew I landed on uh, WGN, the television station, was because Night Court was on. Like like stuff like that. Were like, but like I remember the back to back of Hercules and Xena. Like before I knew that Kevin Sorbo was a piece of shit because he's a piece of shit. But like Xena. Man, that show like that show mm-hmm. made me feel some things, right? And like, I fucking love that Bruce Campbell was in it. Oh like, yeah, and like, then he got a spinoff, Briscoe County. Yeah. Oh, so good! Like, but like, the, like, you, like after because I didn't know who Sam Raimi was before, like then watching it and then watching all this stuff, and then like, oh, okay, yeah, that's definitely Sam Raimi. Yeah, and now he's doing Doctor uh, Doctor Strange. That'd be fucking amazing, right? Like if there, like if there is not a scene. Like an Evil Dead esque like scene, right? Like something following like Bruce Campbell is Doctor Strange. Re- Cumberbatch out, get him out. Okay, well I can't, I, I, I can't get behind that. Oh, fucking love me some. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> I love. Oh, fucking love him. Like, like one, I just think he's just. Oh, yeah, I. He can cumber all over my batch if he wants. Um, <laughs> he can cumber your snatch any day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, get also, the donut, kids. But I think he's just, like, I just, I like him in that in that role. I think Marvel has been very, very good at casting. There are, there are very few mm-hmm. casting choices where I'm thinking, like, huh? I'm just hoping with, like, Birds of Prey, like, I, them dumping Birds of Prey in, in February, like, I get it. They didn't really have a whole lot of faith 
And that's why they shoehorned the storyline of the Birds of Prey into a Harley Quinn story. Because they're like, can a woman really carry a franchise? Wonder Woman proved that you can. Yeah. Um, I think that you need to start doing more of that. And DC, like, you own Vertigo. <laughs> like, start making those in the fucking movies already. Yeah. Or, like, utilize, he's like, so they're, like, DC Universe was great because Titans is a great show. Swamp Thing had potential. Then they fucking kneecap that shit real quick. Yeah, I need to pick that up. Um, but they are, like, I think they're, they're transitioning that to Hulu or something. So, like, the, the whole, that side might be gone but like there's so many TV shows they have with their back catalog of stuff with Vertigo and other mm-hmm. things like uh, it's just, there I mean yeah. it's it's. I mean it's low hanging fruit at this point it's I don't get why they're not picking it the only thing about, about one woman that makes me a little bit nervous is that um, Kristen Wiig is playing Cheetah that's and, a bold choice yeah, yeah. So, so like that's yeah like that's like I love Kristen Wiig don't get me wrong like, but, but like as a like a serious threat to like I think Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman, I think she's been really good. But like, and I don't know how they're gonna pull off that Chris Pine's still alive because he done blewed up in the first one. So like, yeah. But I mean, Kristen Wiig could be could pull like a uh, Chris Pratt like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? And then that's like, a, I mean like and like well, like Chris Pratt is one of the the greatest like, oh okay. And then like yeah, yeah like I I. I, I I mean, but like that's Marvel has been so good at that. Like when I first heard that Robert Downey Jr. was going to play Iron Man, because like the character of Iron Man was not the way he is now. Mm. Before Robert Downey Jr., he completely changed it for the better. But he was a serious, like kind of a dick who had a drinking problem, mm-hmm. and he turned him into a fun guy with a drinking problem. But like, and also, can we a moment of silence for Robert Downey Jr. His Disastrous choice to get into Doolittle, because uh, that they, that fucking thing has been abomination. Like, it Ugh. is ever like universally, everyone says that it is god awful. It has lost so much goddamn money. Yeah, and like, it's, I don't think he's ruined all the goodwill from Iron Man, but like whatever he does next, it needs to be. Amazing. Yeah. Because you and went it, from like fucking Endgame all the way down. And at this point, like, if I was him, just get fucking weird. I'd just be like, get me every oddball, super weirdo indie script. Like, like, like you only have uh, $50,000 $50, to make the movie. I'm doing it. I'm Chris, showing Chris up. Chris Evans like, went from Endgame to Knives Out. Right. And like, that was great. Yeah. I was fucking, I love that movie. I thought it was great. And like, he was great in that movie. Like, he went from like, the most selfless, you know, like literally the Amer- all American boy, to a complete fucking asshole. But like, because, that's acting because yeah. they were he wanted to yeah. act and like because he knows that like he can do whatever the fuck he wants because like he's got carte blanche for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. And so like it just, uh, it just makes me sad. It just makes me so sad because I love Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, the last thing I'll say is also the tri- uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, the big sports ball thing was happening last week, and oh, the, yeah. they had the trailers for Wandavision and, and um, uh, the Falcon and a Winter Soldier. Yeah, which I, I am down. It looks like uh, Wandavision is going to be like almost like a sitcom esque thing, where like like it starts off like uh, you know I love Lucy, then goes to like Roseanne, and like it has like genre hops. Yeah. So I, I'm really looking forward to WandaVision. I think it's going to be really good. And also, I just like Elizabeth Olsen. There's a at least one scene with her in the original uh, uh, Scarlet Witch costume. So like I am like Disney Plus is is killing it so far when it comes to the original content. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm just uh, I'm curious if they'll. I, it'd be great if they leaned into like the Bucky Barnes like fanfic that everybody wants. You know, like kind of this like gay love story between him and Cap and that kind of thing. And um, I think it'd be a very bold choice. I think that, that would be something that could definitely resonate. Because I mean, you got to figure there's not a whole lot of of identifying per, uh, principles for fans that aren't you know white cis males. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was a film, I forget the name of it. It was like the first Latin superhero movie and it, it's within the past five years. Um, so 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I challenge Disney to give me something that I haven't seen before. Well, and that's why I think like someone like Camille Nanjiani being in the new, the newest Marvel film, um, The Eternals, mm-hmm. like like the, that casting is like actually diverse. Yeah. Now and like you, like you have um, in the next Thor, you have uh, Valkyrie who is, you know, openly gay and gonna yeah. be looking for her queen. So like and that's... I mean, even give me something different in tone, like New Mutants. Where the fuck is New Mutants? Already? Oh, it's coming out. It's like, coming Jesus out. Jesus Christ. That, that should have been was, out. Like, that, it was filmed like five years ago. Right? Like, Arya Stark is like, like you're going to look at it like, did he fucking de-age? No, no. It was filmed in like yeah. 2016. And it's just been in the can for fucking ever. It's gone through five different tone changes. Mm-hmm. And somehow now it's going to be tied to the, the MCU. That's what I read somewhere. I, I'd be intrigued. I want I want more. It doesn't necessarily have to be R-rated Marvel because I know it's Disney and it'll never go that way. Well, no, but we are getting R-rated like Deadpool. Deadpool is going to be. But that's the only way Deadpool works. Like yeah. if you made Deadpool PG-13, no one's going to that. No. Right. I, I, but I would like to see kind of that more horror thriller angle of. I need to see him shirt cocking it way more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Shirkocking. That's Shirkocking. Uh, Shirkocking. That, that's the that's the word. That's the. Is that that's what you do in your fucking boudoir shoot, dude? <laughs> Holy shit! It's just you fucking crop top two twenty, looking all fucking <laughs> sw- dude. Shirkocking it. Shirt I love cocking. it. <laughs> We're gonna. That's the that's the new special word of the day, kids. Shirkocking. If you don't know what that is. It really says it all in the name. <laughs> stay tuned for the pictures. <laughs> oh, stay tuned for the pictures when I just clearly uh, become single because my wife is going to be... Uh, uh, she actually might like that. Let's, let's, oh, anniversary gift. Yeah, there you go. Done. It, there's your flip book. Ian, you put it all together and it... Oh, like, fucking, it's like an Amish gif. <laughs> Not an Amish gif. An Amish, an Amish gif sounds like a weird sex act. Right? Probably is. You know, like... Go Cleveland Steamer, Alabama Hot Pocket, Amish, Amish Gif. <laughs> oh God, not the Amish Gif, kids! If, if that is not on Urban Dictionary by the like you know, a week after this comes out, then I don't know what the fuck's going on. Mm. All right, so Ian, if people want to get a hold of you, yes, and if people want to book you, yes, and if people want to harass you or yes, stalk I love you, that. Uh, how can they do so? Um, I do have a website. It's ArgonianPhotography.com. It's a fantastic site. It's really fun to. Thank you. I get a lot of strange messages because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the game Skyrim. Yes. But apparently there's a race in the game called Argonian. So, like, I've gotten tagged in things that are, like, screenshots from the game of their Argonian characters because they think that I am a fan site for said race in said game. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's a... Knowing the game, that's going to be a real shock to the system for some of the people when they, they come on your site and they see... Like, guy. <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's just my last name and first name, Ian Argo. Mm-hmm. So you just swap them around and then put an N in the middle and then... That's what that's how I thought of it, at least. Um, but if you want to find me, my website, ArgonianPhotography.com. I do have an Instagram, Argonian Photography. Or if you want to find me on Facebook, just look up Ian Argo. A-R-G-O. Yeah, like the movie. Starring Ben Affleck. Who is also going to be in a, a movie produced by LeBron James, where he's like a like a drunk who used to be a basketball player, and then like his redemption story is becomes the coach of his old high school basketball team. And yeah. like it's like it's like R-rated though, so like he says fuck a lot. Okay. And like he's got like the tattoos and like it actually like like the preview got me tearing up in the movie theater last night. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like like having emotion over this like, like he, the whole like he's on the sideline they they might be the better team they might actually you know play this game better and be better at everything but you're a team and that kind of bullshit I'm like I'm actually starting like little tears I'm like god I'm just old and sad at this point <laughs> your tears are just actually metamucil leaking out of you <laughs> it's, it's actually true berry wild berry flavored Hey, man, Musil, if you want to, be, you want to sponsor me. <laughs> there just a five-minute commercial break, and it's just Metamucil. Metamucil. Use that with your Blue Chew. And, uh... Oh, God. If Blue Chew wants to also you know, subscribe to us and, and give us money, please do it. Like... <laughs> blue Chew, Blue Apron, all of it. <laughs> did, did you... <laughs> Could you imagine cooking Blue Apron with Blue Chew? Oh. 
Sure cocking it. Sure, sure cocking it. There you go. Anal Fisher and everything. Oh man, okay, kids. Do you have both need to have soft stool and a hard dick? <laughs> oh god, dude. Wash down your blue chew with some metamucil. Oh. <laughs> oh, the senior citizens in the home. Listen to this. Do you think I could get away with calling the episode? <laughs> Soft shit hard dick. There you go. Do it. If you don't, yep. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna be offended. Okay, that's the name. That's the name of the episode. Let's see how this goes. Hi, mom. <laughs> My mom won't listen to this. A short shirt, long jacket. <laughs> or it's either it's either gonna be soft shit, hard dick, or shirt cocking. Shirt sure, cocking. I, I think either either works. Fantastic. Or we might just rename the podcast Shirt sure, Cocking. Oh my god. <laughs> So, Ben, where can the kids find you online? Um, well, they can find me at Shercock. No, um, they can find me at, at Center Club at, on Twitter. Uh, That's S. S E N T E R. You can find this very podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Center of the U Pod. Uh, we are proud, proud members of the Jabroni U Podcast. Jabroni. I, I want to give a big shout out to friends of the podcast, Wes and Ashley Allen, on launching their podcast. Oh, yeah. Why Do We Ever Meet? It's a great podcast. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, they are fantastic. They're good. They're, they're, I'm. Makes you realize you've been doing relationships wrong and that yep. you probably shouldn't have kids. 100%. I have cats. I shouldn't have kids. But no, they're fantastic. But yeah, um, like if you want to uh, you know, reach out. on, And also, like um, we are soon to have the ability to take guests all around the world within the next month. So uh, start flooding our inboxes with requests to be on the show because uh, we definitely want to have lots of weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when we, we can say weird things and not look you in the eye because that's going to... Right. Make it even weirder. Zach, if people want to bombard you with uh, shirt cockinets. <laughs> shirt cockinets, you should. You can do that at uh, Zach for Zombies on Twitter and Instagram. Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-E-S. And uh, you can catch us both uh, sponsoring uh, Black Mass. Yes. Along with me. Yes. Woo! In as a sponsor, as is Center of the Universe, as is Sickening Pictures. So uh, if you want weird art in the world, pay for it, support it. Shout it out. You grow stronger lifting people up, not pushing them down. And I also want to give a big shout out, as, as you're going to hear in mere seconds, uh, Sean Keller created a outro for us. Yes, Sean Keller. I got a chance to do a music video for him. So um, we're actually going to uh, listen to it here in the room, but then you'll be hearing it momentarily. It's a great song that uh, I really enjoy. I actually got it when I was, uh, I'm waiting for it to go into uh, AEW, and it just, it's fucking catchy as hell. Um, so why? Where is it? Okay. Well, you're gonna put. Yeah, they'll listen to it. They'll listen to it. You'll hear it here, and uh, it'll be awesome. So, um, for Ben, this is Ben. For for Ian, this is Zach. For Ben, this is Ian. There we go. All right. <laughs> I love it. And remember, kids. Um, bye. It's the center of.